Welcome to the Thriving Soulpreneur Podcast. This is a space where we talk about human design, spirituality, and neuroscience, all applied to business and money. My purpose is to help struggling solopreneurs to run sustainable businesses, to become financially resilient, and to create powerful change within their communities and beyond. I am your host, Andrea Niño de Guzman, a numbers girl and a neuro geek who left the corporate world to do what she does best to catalyze transformations. I am thrilled and honored to have you here, and I really hope to serve you in the best way possible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of the Thriving Soulpreneur podcast. As always, it's great to have you here. And well, let's get started with our topic. Let's talk about when things aren't happening fast enough. What do we do? We recalibrate impatience. And impatience has been something that has been coming up a lot in my sessions recently. Um, it's either, you know, people feeling impatient because, you know, they have many bills to pay. There's a lot of pressure to, you know, fulfill financial obligations, debt payments, and they're impatient because their business isn't showing up the results or enough cash flow. It's not generating enough cash flow for them to pay for that, right? Um, there is impatience because some of them want to leave jobs that they aren't really fulfilled with, and but in order for them to leave... Their new business needs to start um, generating a consistent income, so they just want to make it happen already. Um, others are feeling impatient because they have all these amazing business ideas. They, they just want to start implementing, but life is getting in the way, and they want to, you know, um, start delivering results. They want it to happen now. And then there are others who are feeling impatient because they see what everybody else is doing around them. You know, other coaches other service-based providers or, or entrepreneurs and they they kind of feel like they're falling behind and again maybe some of them are stuck in the void right now they don't have everything ready to launch um, or they're still in the process of reorganizing their business but at the same time there's this FOMO of if I don't take action now nothing's going to happen and again it's triggering impatience but you get the idea and I think impatience is a really interesting subject, especially right now in this time of year where we're almost, you know, a few weeks out before the year ends. Um, some people have set up big goals for this year and and maybe you're going to reach them. Maybe you already reached them. Maybe you're going to fall short from them. And there's a lot of meaning. We, we tie a lot of meaning to how we're going to end the year, to the activities that we're doing, to how well it has you know, this year been financially speaking, business-wise and all that. And this pressure, I feel like it triggers a lot of, you know, shadows in us. So let's talk about that. So the shadow of impatience lives in Gene Key 5. And if you're connected with your human design chart, you're going to find gate 5 in your sacral, in your sacral center. And this is really interesting because according to Gene Keys, it's all about impatience and the, the gift is patience. And from a human design perspective, this gate five is all about routine habits and consistency. So when I was doing the research for this gate while I was preparing for the show, I just kept on thinking, you know, what does consistency and impatience have to do with each other? You no, know, um, 
patience and habits, patience and consistency. I it it kind of struck me at kind of weird when 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 I first saw it. But then as I started analyzing and as I started, you know, writing about it and journaling about it, I fear that what they both have in common is a perception, is our perception of time. So impatience is triggered by how we perceive our past and by attaching ourselves to a specific outcome in the future. Whereas consistency is not much about the past, but it's about seeing yourself in relation to potential futures. So there isn't any attachment to any specific outcome, but you are consistent and you are influencing the field of potentials that are that is growing up. Um, I feel like this is a really interesting way to explore this concept of, of impatience and consistency and patience. So let's just dive deep and analyze this. And I'm going to start with an example that I'm sure a lot of you have felt um, it actually came up in a, with a client today where we're talking about different things. And she just mentioned, you know what? I'm so behind on many things. Um, kind of like, you know, feeling bad about it. It's like she should be on top of all her projects. She should be on top of all her courses and all her programs. And when she was sharing this, I couldn't help but wonder, is she really behind? And behind according to whom? Behind if, you know, you compare yourself to others, you compare yourself to your peers, behind on where you expect it to be. You know, where, where are you really behind in your business? And this is an honest question for all of you. If you are feeling like this, like, oh, I'm so behind, I should be further along by December, I should I thought I would be further along by this time of the year. Is that really true? And what does really behind being behind really mean? Because I know that if I ask, if I get like 10 people who are listening to this podcast and I ask them, what does being behind mean? They're, all of them are going to give me a different answer, which is based on their own perception of time on, you know, their own perception of their expectations that they have of themselves. So is it behind because you're not launching right now? Is it because, are you behind because you're not earning as much as others in your field? Are you behind because, um, you're not reaching your goals. What is it? What is your definition of being behind? And the thing is that all of these, this perception of being behind comes from our past. It comes from comparing ourselves, comparing our past, comparing our past results um, to others, comparing our journey to somebody else's journey. And when you do that, it's obviously tempting to feel behind because you're always going to see the other person or in most cases, you're going to see the other person as being way ahead of you. You're not going to see her full story. You're not going to see that person's full story. You're not going to see their full journey. You're just going to see them in this moment of time and you're going to compare yourself to, you're going to compare your moment to their moment in time and you're going to see it as an absolute. And that's what triggers this you know, judgment, self-judgment that you should be doing more, that it's not happening fast enough, right? And that's that's what triggers the sense of, of, of impatience, right? It's triggered by how you perceive your past and how you view a potential of your future. What's going to happen if I don't take action? What, what's going to happen if, you know, they beat me to it? What's going to happen if they launch a program before I do? And all of that triggers more impatience of it has to work now, it has to work now, or... Um, 
And on the other hand, um, consistency is is different, right? Um, it's it's different because there really isn't any attachment. It's just being present in the moment and flowing with the natural cycle. And we're gonna I'm gonna go more into into that. But going back to sorry, I'm bumping around. Going back to impatience. When you are triggered by impatience, there's this pressure that you have to do something about it right now. Whatever it is, it has to happen right now. And the thing is that when you are in this state of of impatience, you're actually operating from a high state of stress because part of you is being triggered by this fear of survival. Um, when, when we compare ourselves to others, when we see others are moving ahead, when it, we see that others are, you know, getting the results that we desire to have and we don't have them yet, it just triggers all these past judgments about our potential, about our capabilities, about our worth, about how much we trust ourselves, how much we believe in ourselves. And all of that gets us stuck in the state of survival where you just have to make a decision. You just have to do something about it. You can't like whatever it is, you have to solve it now. And when you are in this high state of stress, which, you know, your body may not even recognize it because we're, we're in so much stress or in such constant stress that for you, it could be even normalized. But when you are in this state, your mind just, instead of being open to all the possible scenarios narrows down and focuses on one thing. And the one thing is surviving right now. Um, it does It does not decide, it does not analyze what the best alternative is. It does not analyze, you know, different ways of, of achieving a specific action or a specific goal. It's more reactive. It's short, it's quick, it's reactive because it wants to get out of the discomfort of feeling triggered, the discomfort of the impatience, the discomfort of the uncertainty. That's what it is. Your mind is fighting against the uncertainty. And because it's fighting against the uncertainty, it's looking for that answer. And that answer may not be the best one for you, which is why it's, um, I know that some people really value and they see themselves, like they see their impatience as a highly valuable quality. But when you're operating, when you are in a reactive mode, I, I think you just need to take a step back and really analyze the steps that you are taking. Are they really consistent? Are they really aligned with, with what you want, right? Um, so that's that's what happens when you're in the state of imp- in, in impatience. Your mind is operating at a stressed state. You're always focused on survival. You're not evaluating the best alternative possible. It's all about just keeping you keeping you safe, all right? So that's the shadow of impatience. Now, what happens when we recalibrate to patience? And bear in mind that patience is not the opposite of impatience. The underlying energy of patience is trust and power and surrender. So then when we recalibrate, we recalibrate to trust. We move from impatience to trust and surrender. And when you are in the state of, pri- of patience, you don't see things as absolutes. You actually begin to see things as cycles. You begin to find patterns of flow. You know, things that go up, they go down, kind of like waves. You know, you're, you're, um, when you are thinking about absolutes, you just think about things in a very short time frame and you see it as good or bad. 
But when you see things in cycles, your vision expands, you see a bigger picture, and you can see the journey where it ebbs and flows, where there may be periods where everything is working, and then there may be periods where things aren't working as quickly, you know, where the pace is maybe slowing down, but that means that nothing, that doesn't mean that nothing is happening. It's just happening at a different pace. It's just happening at a different level, maybe even at a different dimension before it manifests into this life. And this is something that we have to begin to understand. Um, I know that, you know, if you have your emotional solar plexus defined, if you have your root center defined or will center defined, you're used to these cyclical activities, but that's what it is. We are all part of a cyclical activity. And I feel like we've been conditioned to believe that success is, you know, a steady straight line that, you know, you always have to keep on going up and up and up that it's wrong to have these ebbs and flows when in reality, maybe even the biggest lessons, the biggest opportunities, the biggest insights, the biggest ideas could come from these periods of contraction, from these periods where nothing seems like it's working. You know, that's maybe even where your creativity can be greatly triggered. So it's all about trusting that things are working out. It's all about trusting that even if there isn't any movement, like if, if there isn't any tangible movement, I am still moving forward, that I am still working, I am still creating, I'm still creating in the field of potentials, I'm still creating in this moment, I'm still manifesting, the power is within me right now. That's the essence of patience and patience and trust. That's how trust comes into play in how you manage your business, right? Um, so when you are in the state of trust, there's obviously no stress, right? Because your focus isn't on what you are reacting to. Your focus isn't on what's outside of you. Your focus is within yourself because you're trusting yourself. You are working with that uncertain certainty, like with that knowingness that things are going to happen. And when you are in this state of trust, when you have recalibrated to trust, you kind of let go of the attention, the attachments of what you can't control, right? You let go of um, the when things are going to happen or how things are going to happen. You know, you let go of all these attachments to things happening in a very specific way. And rather you focus on what you can do right now. And this is really, really important because when you are going back to impatience, when you are in the state of impatience, you are attached to a specific outcome. You want that outcome to happen, right? Any way or in, any, in, in, in any matter, any either it has to happen and it has to happen in this very specific way, right? And there's a, so there's a very big attachment and there's a very big meaning attached to, to that specific outcome. But when you are in the state of patience and in the state of trust, then you let go of that. You let go of the control of the when or the how. You're not influenced by, by that. You're not influenced by what others are doing. You're not influenced by the external pressure or by expectations. You're just showing up as you. And that's, when con that's where consistency starts coming up, right? And that's where you know, the habits that you start adopting become aligned with what you want to, to build with the vision that you have, with the purpose, with the bigger why, with the impact that you want to create in this world. It, it's, it's consistency that comes from a place of trust, knowing that you could, 
knowing what you can control because at the end of the day, what we can, can control are our thoughts, what we say and how we perceive the interpretation, the interpretations that we give to the world or of the world and the actions that we take. Everything else we have no control over. It doesn't matter how successful your business is, um, how big your business is, but we really have no control over what our clients or who decides to work with us. No control over that. We have no control over who sees our, our you know, our posts, our social media, our offers, um, the interpretations that they give of that. We have no control over the economy. We have no control over what's going to happen next year, how the industry is changing. We have no control of many things. And when we bring back our focus into what we can control, that's when we can start creating those consistent habits of flow, aligning ourselves to our natural rhythm of flow, not being reactive to the disruptions that are happening outside of us. That's the key difference. Okay. So it's about being consistent, showing up from the place of trust, from what you can control and knowing that everything is working out in the best way possible. Okay. And it's also knowing that no matter what, you are never behind. No matter what, you are always creating. Even if it doesn't physically feel like that, you are always moving forward. So just for this week, just to give you some exercises, I wanted you to think about or notice if you're experiencing any pressure to take action. If this pressure is related to a perception that you hold of yourself, of your past, maybe it's related to expectations of others, maybe fears of letting others down. Also notice what's going on around you. What are you observing? You know, that's keeping you in the state of impatience this week, because it's going to be a big theme. Impatience is going to, it's going to happen. It's going to, you're going to see it. You're going to perceive it this week. And as you start identifying, you know, what's triggering your impatience, whether it's finances, clients, what the competition is doing, you know, maybe your offers, maybe nobody's signing up to your master classes, you feel like this thing isn't working. Notice the stuff that is within your control. And notice what you cannot control of the situation. Notice and connect to what you can actually influence. And then decide how you can begin to work with these things that are within your control. And not from a place of reaction, not from a place of fear or lack of desperation, but from this place of connection to possibility, from this place of connection, from this place of trust that no matter what, things are moving forward, from this place of joy, from this place of, you know, what you really want to do, how you want to show up for your business, what you love to do about it. Like if you're, if you're launching a masterclass and nobody's signing up, you know, don't, don't stress about the fact that nobody's signing up, but actually connect to the purpose of why you wanted to launch this masterclass, connect to what lights you up about delivering this masterclass, connect to that, connect to your own flow instead of being focused on all these out outcomes that we have no control over. Um, and like I said, you know, don't forget that no matter what you are never behind, you are always creating, you're always creating with thought, you're creating with your emotions, you're creating with your habits, you're creating with the next actions you are creating with your flow and you are in your own flow. 
So you're, you're never static. That's what I mean. You are never, ever static. We're always moving forward. And we create with action and we create with intention. All right. So that's that's what I wanted to say about um, impatience, patience, trust, and surrender. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, see if this resonated or not. Um, I... It's, this is definitely something that I've been experiencing a lot in my own business with my finances. I've definitely felt experienced this pressure of it's not happening fast enough. I need to, you know, pay bills. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I can definitely understand those triggers and, you know, that can take me to this down this rabbit hole of self-judgment and blame and shame. That's not going to help me. That's going to keep me even more reactive instead of allowing myself to bring back the control to what I can influence, what I have control over in my business and with myself and focus on that from this place of possibility, um, which is, I guess, why I feel so passionate about this subject right now, because I'm definitely going through it. Um, yeah, so that's that. I, I also wanted to inform you that I'm kind of like thinking about the purpose of this podcast, because I've been talking about different subjects and I'm, I'm, very much connected right now to giving all this information, you know, this deep analysis of the gates and the transits and the gene keys, um, and just put it out there, but like high quality information. I initially thought about creating a membership around this, but I figured, you know what, people need this information right now, especially because of all the, these transitions that are happening because of where we are in our own evolution. We I feel that we need to make this information readily accessible, like high quality information accessible to as many people as possible. And this is my purpose. This is the purpose that I have with this podcast. If all goes well, um, you can expect to see a new episode every Monday. That's going to be focused on the transit of the week. And that applied to business, that applied to your own you know, um my mental reprogramming, um, apply to your relationships, apply to your team and make, bring some other subjects. If you want to know more about it, um, definitely subscribe to my newsletter. The newsletter is going to be the complimentary part of the, the, um, the podcast where I'm going to be able to share maybe some other articles, complimentary material of how you can kind of use this, um, energy for the, and take advantage of this energy for the rest of the week. Um, but yeah, know that I'm here to serve you. Know that I'm here to honor you. Um, if you haven't checked out the recalibration celebration uh, so far this week, everything is at 40% off. So human design readings, all jinkies readings and resiliency to prosperity and both its money and business editions are all 40% off this week. So these take, if you want to take advantage of these awesome, awesome prices as I am celebrating my own recalibration of my business and yeah keep me posted and I will see you next week so have an amazing and amazing week and I'll catch you later